Hey everyone, you just tuned in to the NetSuite podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Fisher, and on this episode, we're diving into Advanced Customer Support, or ACS, our proactive managed service to help you maximize the value of your NetSuite solution on a continuous basis. NetSuite Regional Vice President for Customer Success, Vinay Intwala, will kick things off for us, covering all you need to know about ACS and ACS playbooks, how it benefits our customers and their unique business needs, while helping them leverage the full power of NetSuite, especially as they navigate a changing business environment. Then we'll get a real-life take from someone who actually leverages ACS, Madison Farnsworth, Director of Financial Systems at Sitecore, a provider of end-to-end digital experience software that helps companies deliver excellent customer interactions. Madison will discuss the unique challenges for a business like this, most notably around operating globally, as well as the ways NetSuite has helped overcome those challenges. She'll explain why she led the decision in bringing on the NetSuite ACS team to handle some big obstacles with configurations and customizations, especially around intercompany transactions and advanced revenue management. Madison goes on to explain why the company continues to leverage ACS for additional benefits like revenue recognition, electronic bank payments, and international expansion and why this offering is so important to really get the most out of NetSuite. Stay tuned for all of this and more. You're listening to the NetSuite Podcast, where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, discussing the ups and downs of running a company, and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. First up, I'd like to welcome NetSuite Regional Vice President for Customer Success, Vinay Intwala. Hi, Vinay. Welcome to the NetSuite podcast. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me, Kendall. Really excited to be talking about ACS. I know, me too. We did an awesome live about this topic um, a few months ago, and I just thought this would be awesome to bring to our podcast audience. And for all those of you who are tuning in right now, you can actually go check that out. Um, The broadcast version of this, I will leave a link in the description of this episode. Um, But as I said, Vinay, today we are diving into all things advanced customer support or ACS. So let's start at the beginning here. What is advanced customer support? Love the intro. Such enthusiasm. Okay. <laughs> advanced and, customer. And what's funny is I have, um, I just got Invisalign. And so this is the first time I've done a podcast with it in. And I'm like, can, can, can people hear that? Can people hear the slight lisp? <laughs> no, 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 they couldn't. I'm just excited when I hear other people, uh, talk about advanced customer support like you did. So thanks. Thanks for that amazing intro. Okay. So let's talk about advanced customer support. And really at its core, it's a managed service. And really what we're saying is a customer can have this subscription, which allows them to have access to NetSuite consultants. And when we say NetSuite consultants, these are consultants who have experience in the industry that our customers are looking for, who have a technical experience, 
who have experience in specific modules that a customer may be looking for, or experience in just understanding integrations and, and going public. And so all of this is accessible to a customer under advanced customer support option. And that is the key. They essentially get what I would say are all the tools in the toolbox for mm -hmm. their use on whatever question business process request that they have. Okay. So knowing that, what types of NetSuite customers should really consider taking advantage of ACS? I would honestly love to say all of them, right? You know, I, I figured, <laughs> <laughs> but so just to give you an idea, right. To give you some context, the reason why I say all of them, I, I'm going to use a Drake song because you, you love Drake so much. So yes. zero to 100 <laughs> real quick, right. In the last, in the last four years, we have started this program and we are now up to 4,000 customers that are oh. using ACS, right. And what type of customer, these customers are all over the place. And when I say that, meaning they are in industries and in the retail in apparel, they are in non-for-profit, they are in high tech, they are selling subscriptions, they've been on NetSuite Live for less than three months, they've been on NetSuite for 15 years. And so the types of customers that take advantage of ACS are really the ones that are looking to improve their use of NetSuite. And whether you've been just on the, on the platform for six months and you're still trying to get your feet wet, that's a great use of ACS. Or if you've been on NetSuite and now we've just had this, literally I was talking to a customer last week where they just bought another company that's going to double the size of their revenue. They're going to go from 200 to 400 million. Well, how do you do that? How do you do that on NetSuite? And they're asking mm -hmm. us and our advanced customer support team has the knowledge and experience to do this. And that's why I say, I would love for all our customers to take advantage because I think there's opportunities for us to provide guidance and consultative experience on the things that they're encountering as they grow as a business. I hear that. And I feel that. So if I kind of, if we were summing up benefits, so it helps you leverage the full suite. Um, it, if you want to implement, whether you're implementing that suite right at the beginning of your experience with NetSuite or implementing a new product, um, mm -hmm. or if you're experiencing massive, experiencing massive growth, or even, you know, I, I would assume even going through a shift or a, a change in your company, this is, this is all using ACS benefits customers in these ways. Am I missing anything in that? No, that, that is, that is perfect, right? That is a great articulation of how we as ACS can help benefit this customer. And, you know, I'll take it even one step further. Mm -hmm. our, our customers in the retail and apparel industry or even people selling online, any customer, you know, they're preparing for Black Friday and holiday shopping yeah. now or right. in the summer, right? And, you know, the biggest concern if you're a retailer that is omni-channel on Black Friday is your website, your e-commerce solution can handle the volume, right? Mm. What, you know, we do this, this is where the ACS can come in as well. So if you think you're gonna go from 100 transactions to 5,000 transactions over the weekend, we can start testing and doing loads and saying, yeah, you guys, as a, you guys are ready for this, right? Mm -hmm. You can handle this. Or if you're gonna bring in new products for the holiday season, how do I get them into the system? How do I ensure that they can be sold? What's the price points that need to be inputted into or entered into the system? These are the types of day-to-day -day things our customers go through. And to your point, regardless of the industry, the growth initiatives that they have is what ACS and how that benefits the customer. Absolutely. And, and 
I mean, I, I, even if it's not a growth initiative right now, right? Like some, some companies are maybe tightening the belt and looking for ways to improve their bottom line. Even that is a way that we can come in and, and probably look at the system and say, Hey, here's where you can create greater automation or efficiency. Right. Yeah. That, you know, that's a great point, right? Tightening the belt. We're seeing that now, especially mm-hmm. in this last year and a half and, and specifically even now in this next five to six months. But, you know, the one thing to remember is NetSuite is a suite, right? Mm-hmm. We can, we can provide most business processes can be handled. Actually, almost all business processes that our companies buy NetSuite for can be handled in NetSuite itself. But you right. just need to you just need to have the tools to do so, right? And the idea here is the ACS team can guide, provide the knowledge that that customer wants to use and maximize the suite as best as they need to. That's great. Um, so we actually recently discussed our learning cloud support or LCS company pass offering. For those who might not know about LCS first, I highly suggest going to listen to that episode. It's a, uh, it's a few episodes back. So um, go listen in on that to learn more about it. But at a high level, Vinay, what is LCS and how does LCS differ from ACS? Sure. Uh, I got to listen to that podcast. That was with Kerman, correct? Yes, it was. It yes. was. Uh, for the thousands of people going to listen to this podcast, yes, Kerman, Kerman is probably one of the most passionate people I've met about education. Yes. Um, and certainly he, his passion will come out in the podcast and did come out in the podcast. So uh, I will double click on what Kendall just said. <laughs> I appreciate that. To, to answer the question, um, LCS and ACS, what is the difference? So we get this question quite a bit. Um, and what I would say is it is learning versus actual optimization work. So think of it this way. You have all these end users. If, I, if we're customers, they have, you know, they've hired new people and they've, they've never used NetSuite before, or they may be looking to leverage new functionality and they just are looking to learn about that content and the LCS company or the learning cloud support or LCS as we call it is basically this tool that provides our end users access to content that gives them not only specific module information, right? But you can also take courses, like you can learn about reporting, you can learn about analytics. And that's the key is it's constant, it's constant um, learning for end users with content that is continually updated. Cause as you know, we do two major releases a year, which right. has lots of new features and what better way to learn about them through your LCS, your LCS pass. And I think that yeah. is the key, right? It's, it's for that end user. Now ACS, it's about your business processes. It's about efficiencies using the system, right? LCS for the end users and improving their use, but ACS is for really understanding how do I perform, um, how do I perform selling subscriptions for mm-hmm. my product in NetSuite, right? right and right. we use our expertise to do that. So that is probably one of the biggest keys to this difference is ACS is about the platform and LCS is about education and, and educating our end users on how best to leverage NetSuite for their own day-to-day use. So our customers shouldn't 
be choosing one or the other. Like what I'm hearing here is these, this is a power duo. This is a power couple, if you will. Like the, these two things are incredibly beneficial in really leveraging the full suite, customizing the suite to your unique business leads, continuing to learn about NetSuite as new releases come out and so forth. Um, so that's kind of what you're saying. Both, both are very important. You know, I love it how you said power couple because I just had all these <laughs> images in my head about power couple. Right? Um, what, like, what, what, I need to know a few that came to your mind. What power couples came to your mind? Okay, so obviously uh, Michelle and Barack, right? Oh that, yes, that, love. Right, like that, that's got that's got to be there. Right. Um, you know, on the cheesy side, did I? I, I, I got to say, uh, <sighs> Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez again, round two. Oh. My gosh. Yeah. Benefer dot 2.0, 2. 2.0. 2.0. Okay. We, we need to stop. I have a certain <laughs> image I'm trying to portray. I know. Right. I mean, right. the first couple that came into my head was Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber. So <laughs> there's that for you. That was way worse than yours. Um, <laughs> but okay. Yes. Back to the topic at hand. Yes, these two yes, work, to work well together. I mean, using both of these, you really, really get a massive leg up on leveraging the full suite. 100%, right? Okay. These are, it's the power couple. I'm going to use that moving forward, but it is, <laughs> I love it. they are absolutely complementary services, right? You can tweak the system as best as you can, but you got to get end users to understand this. You've got to get understand your, your customers and users to actually look at the suite and see what other opportunities there are to educate themselves. And the cool thing is, like Netflix, it's constantly updated with new content, right? right? And that's right. the thing. The education team does a really good job of not just updating, just not updating us on the new features, but also what they are seeing trends in our customers using. And so, yeah. yes, I absolutely agree that to keep NetSuite in terms of operating at its maximum efficiency, LCS and ACS combined is the power couple that'll, that'll do it for you. It's, it's the Barack and Michelle Obama. We love that. Um, okay. So diving deeper into our ACS offering, what are ACS playbooks? We, we announced this was something that we kind of announced and talked about on our broadcast, um, a couple months ago, but for this audience, can you dive into that a bit? For sure. Um, ACS playbooks, you know, the backstory is, and uh, sorry, I've got to get into a backstory about this. We've we've been we've had ACS for about three years. We're going into our fourth year now, and you know there were commonalities that we saw. We did a whole bunch of interviews with customers, and they were you know and some of the questions were like, Vinay, we're going public in six months. Going public meaning they're going to list on on a whatever stock exchange that they may belong to, mm-hmm. or or going to sign up for, or we're going to expand in the UK, Singapore. Australia. And we need guidance on how to do this. We don't know about the taxes in these countries. We don't know about pricing or, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to do some analysis with budgeting because we're going to release two new products and we don't know what's going to happen with inflation. Right. It's like these types of things. And so these were common asks. And then we just thought if they are common asks, that means anytime we have these customers, there's, there's a specific prescriptive solution and list of steps that we always go through. And so that's why we created playbooks is let's, what are the steps that our customers or what are the growth patterns our customers see? And what are the steps that we want to take them through 
as part of being on the NetSuite platform. So then mm -hmm. we what we thought through this and you know we talked about this. We've got things for customers going public. We've got things for customers who want to expand into different countries. We've got things for customers who are just trying to use NetSuite in a more sophisticated manner for their financials. And so we developed what these playbooks are based on, I, I want to say thousands of implementations mm -hmm. with customers who've got thousands of hours of, or sorry, with consultants, pardon me, who have thousands of hours of experience um, and develop these common themes that all of our customers will go through as their trajectory on NetSuite evolves, right? And changes. And so right. that's where these playbooks kind of came to fruition last year. Mm. So now I, I, I want to know, so you, you dove into a couple, you know, global growth, a couple areas that we hear a lot about taxes, mm -hmm. tax laws. Um, can you give us like an overview of the areas we cover? Is that a super long list or can you, can you dive into that? Uh, you're going to put me <laughs> on the spot. So we have nine, we have nine themes. Right okay. for our for our playbooks, and I so I will I'll rhyme off as many as I can. But within each playbook, they're really themes, and below them we've got multiple um, multiple elements of content below them. So mm -hmm. within financial management, for example, we've got revenue, financial planning, subscription based, mm -hmm. uh, subscription economy. Those are all part of our financial planning. We've got one for supply chain, right? So being mm -hmm. able to Procure to pay, uh, pick, pack, ship, warehouse, 3PL, that's supply chain. We've got customer 360, you know, selling, selling omni-channel is part of customer 360. Absolutely. Uh, the, the, whole, the whole experience of that customer uh, on the NetSuite platform, CRM, right? As mm -hmm. you know, we've got a robust CRM solution. So that's part of customer 360. Global expansion. We've talked about multi-country. We just talked about that. We have one called Capital Markets. Capital mm -hmm. Markets is for, and you know, Kendall, you know this better than I do, is <laughs> we've had, I, I think, 200 plus customers that have gone public on NetSuite yep. in the last 12 months. Um, and I think I saw what this other cool list of, of the CN, CNBC distributor, sorry, disruptors list. And I, and I saw the numbers and 60% of the, the top 50, or let's say 30 of the top 50 uh, CNBC disruptors are on NetSuite. Wow. Right. And so yeah. they are all playbook worthy customers. Right. And so when we talk about capital markets, that's really about mergers, acquisitions, going public, uh, even divestors, right? Some customers spin off into new companies. Um, we've got things for payroll and, and sweet and sweet people are our, our whole human resource um, playbook. And mm -hmm. then our last one, which is becoming very popular is system performance and risk management. Mm. We've got, and you, you meet a ton of customers and you know, in the retail industry or using Omnichannel, it is key that NetSuite being the crux of their ERP is managing at the utmost and the peak performance that it can handle any demands or peaks and valleys that our customers go through. So we're starting to see a lot of a lot of uh, demand for our systems performance and risk management playbook. So that's about seven, I think I named. Yeah, uh, you, I mean, you were close to all all of them. I, I really put you on the spot there, but that that was, I mean, it's it's great to hear just some of the exam again, some of the examples of what we offer and um, really how we came about this. Um, mm -hmm. But I I do have a question. So since we have 
now over 30,000 customers across the globe. Um, since actually over 31,000, um, since every customer is unique, how do ACS playbooks support those individual business needs and their specific NetSuite configuration? Cause like, while you could say, yes, we support, you know, global expansion and multi, you Mm -hmm. know, multi-book or multi-currency, um, that configuration might be specific to that business. So how does this kind of all work together? Sure. Um, that's a fair question. Um, and, you know, when I started out at NetSuite, I was actually doing implementations and that's exactly what customers would say. Well, we're unique. We do things, <laughs> yeah. in, a spe- we do things in a specific way. And you're right. Uh, that's, how the, that's how the perception is. The reality is if everyone was unique, then you're not optimizing NetSuite at its best performance, right? right? And so right. the idea here is, hey, customer, we get it. You are unique in the, in the furniture building industry, but we have tens to 20 to hundreds of customers in this industry itself. This is our, these are our leading practices that we've developed. Take a look at these, right? Take a look at what we've done in our playbooks and, and let us understand how these couldn't help you out. Right. And Mm -hmm. what we're finding is a lot of customers appreciate this to say, Hey, if you've worked with other customers that are in the same business, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Right. And why are right. we not adopting this? And so that's how the conversation is actually had is, hey, customer, this is what we've seen. This is what everyone else we've recommended. This is what other customers are doing. Um, why does this not work for you? And generally, it, it lends itself into an open conversation. In most cases, our customers like, absolutely, this is what we want to adopt. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if that's not the case, then, you know, the ACS team can explain alternative solutions for them. But that's how we try to address the uniqueness of our customers by trying to explain, you know, we've done this before and this is the most common approaches that have seen the most benefit and value. And in most cases, return on investment um, for you and and your industry. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Um, And speaking of those kind of unique configurations, can ACS work on multiple playbooks at once? hundred percent. Yes. Oh, great. Okay. What we'd like to do, the, what we'd like to do is, yes, we we will we will do that. We will work in parallel, but we'll work with the customer, right? And we'll explain, like, if you want to do system performance and and multi and global expansion mm-hmm. and supply chain, there's probably an order that we want to do this. It may not make sense to do them all at once because uh, they they all actually impact all everyone each other, right? Mm-hmm. And so we probably would have a strategic way of addressing the playbooks, whether we do them in parallel or whether we do them in sequential order. Um, but it's all in the benefit of helping that customer out and giving them um, the best return and the most mm-hmm. and the, in the quickest way possible. Now, I'm going to ask, I know we touched on this a little bit earlier, where if maybe you're not focused on growth right now, maybe you're focused on tightening the, tightening the belt a bit, um, creating greater efficiency within your company as, as uh, we look towards the future. Um, mm-hmm. How can ACS and ACS playbooks really help our customers navigate the current business climate and how things may continue to shift or change over the coming months? You know, this is, this is a great question, right? Because if you think about, well, if you've ordered anything and got the answer, it'll take you six to eight weeks. We all know that supply chain issues, inflation, um, you know, manufacturing time, these are all things that are creating 
tremendous time lags and tremendous concerns to our customers with regards to how they're going to do business. Mm-hmm. And so we are, my position and is a lot of these things that we're seeing in the marketplace with regards to the, the content I just mentioned, whether it's supply chain, manufacturing, inflation, we can address this all in NetSuite, mm-hmm. right? You know, if yeah. you're going, if, if, if your material prices are increasing month over month and you want to, and you want to plan for this, you want to create scenarios, you want to do some analysis, you know, NetSuite planning and budgeting has the ability to do this. If yeah. you're looking at, if you're looking at, you know, the, the opposite is COVID has actually pulled forward our businesses and, and some businesses are expanding, right, into mm-hmm. different markets. Uh, if that's the case, you know, you've got the ability to leverage the ACS team to kind of help you to say, if you're going to go into Brazil or if you're going to go into, uh, you know, Hong Kong, this is what you need to do, right? Mm-hmm. Here's how you can do this in NetSuite. And so the idea here is, especially when customers in this climate, I'll say, are looking to manage their finances, manage their budgets, um, they, they can look into NetSuite to further extend their use of this to, to help with addressing some of these business problems and processes um, and leveraging the ACS team to guide them as to what the right direction is. Right. I mean, I, I spend most of my time talking with customers, interviewing customers and hearing from them. And, you know, one thing that they have always said to us is like, we just didn't know how much NetSuite was capable of doing. And, you know, what I've heard throughout our entire conversation is like, we, we ACS makes that uh, brings, sheds light on the things that we're capable of doing you know, that align directly to what you want to do within your business. It might feel like you, you know, your NetSuite is too big of a beast to kind of control, but it's like, okay, sure. You, maybe you don't need some of these things, but ACS can help you figure out what you do need right now that, that align to your current goals and vision. Right. Right. Exactly. And then like, let's, you get the opportunity to meet a whole bunch of customers and, you know, some of our customers who may be VPs of finance or VP of supply chain, are also the NetSuite administrator, right? right? They're trying they're trying to run their business, but yet manage NetSuite at the same time. And to your point, you know, you just don't get an appreciation for how robust NetSuite can be as yeah. a solution uh, for your business. And I think that's part of it is trying to offload some of that finding and how can I do things in NetSuite and leveraging NetSuite consultants who've been there to say, right. here's what you can do, customer. Right. And that's exactly. and that's key. Hundred, if we've seen, it, if we've seen it once, we've seen it, seen it hundreds to maybe even thousands of times. So yeah, I, I think that's great. Um, I can't believe it. We're already coming to the end of our time. But before we do, what uh, what does the future hold for ACS? Anything you can tell us? We we are actually we're double downing. We're double downing. What a great word. <laughs> we are going to double. We are we are actually looking to expand in our playbooks, and we're looking to get into almost micro industries. So for customers, for example, you know it's it's the subscription economy. So mm-hmm. we're we're creating. We're looking at ways to take our customers and say, hey, if you're looking to create a subscription based business. Yeah, we can do this for you. If you're looking to do other things, we've obviously expanded into the new modules that have come out. Um, so we, we're continuing to look at the playbooks and further fine tuning some of that content to really address the customer's needs. So I don't have, I will say this, that we're looking at being more industry specific with them, Okay. but, okay. Uh, but maybe, maybe we'll have something at Sweet World for you. 
I mean, that, that could be the case. And, you know, I always will use an opportunity to plug sweet world. If you haven't yet, you better register for sweet world. That's coming up in September and, and, uh, early bird registration closes at the end of July. So make sure you, uh, you use the link. I'll, I'll add a link in the description of this episode to link out to sweet world registration. And, uh, there's going to be a huge focus. I know on education on ACS. So I'm excited uh, to dive into that more Vinay for sure. Um, and with that, Thanks so much for joining us. This was an awesome conversation. I loved hearing more about ACS and our playbooks. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. How did six out of the top seven best performing tech stocks gain visibility and control over financials, inventory, planning, and budgeting with NetSuite by Oracle? Answers at netsuite.com slash code, netsuite.com slash code. Now, I'm excited to introduce Madison Farnsworth, Director of Financial Systems at Sitecore. Hi, Madison. Thanks so much for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. So to start, can you give our listeners a bit more insight into Sitecore? What does the business do? So Sitecore is the leading provider of end-to-end composable experience platform or DXP which empowers brands to make effective connections with their customers. Sitecore was incorporated in 2001 in Denmark, and since then has expanded into the rest of Europe, as well as the Americas, Asia, Australia, and more. Today, we have a little over 2,200 employees, which is doubled just from last year. We have 27 offices globally. We power more than 5,200 brand experiences, including well-known ones such as L'Oreal, Microsoft, and Puma. Um, in, in 2015, Sitecore moved a portion of its operations to the U.S. and San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout its journey, we've, we've also acquired several companies, including uh, three just last year alone, that have helped add to and further enrich our DXP catalog. Wow. First of all, that's some impressive growth. Um, congratulations to you all. Um, yeah, it's been great. But with this, with that kind of growth, I mean, with expansion across, um, you know, parts of the globe, um, and what you guys do at your core, like what's uniquely challenging about running a business like this? Yeah. So several things, um, Uh, managing operations and specifically accounting operations for a global company and also a very fast paced moving company can have lots of challenges um, from different accounting standards to several currency translation impacts, as well as managing tax reporting for all entities. Additionally, managing policies and procedures at a global scale for each region comes with its own unique opportunities, um, which I like to call them opportunities, as as each region has, you know, different customs and unique procedures that they are used to working with, and that can be difficult to standardize. Um, Additionally, managing systems that scale uh, while we are growing can be painful. Um, You know, choosing the right software and hiring the right people to architect and manage these systems is uniquely challenging. Um, a major part of my position here at Sitecore is managing existing systems and, and processes 
that we have in place while working with the business to expand or possibly look for additional options that are needed for the business while we continue to hire and grow. So we're going to speak on how you've kind of had to manage the systems that you guys have in place and, and how you've been able to do that. But really quick, like in some of these, you know, accounting standards, the tax reporting stuff, policies and procedures across, across, you know, a global business, um, and this growth, how has NetSuite helped in overcoming some of those challenges? Yeah. So NetSuite has a lot of great options to help with localization, uh, which include country specific reporting for statutory and tax reporting. Mm-hmm. Um, NetSuite's adjustment book and multi-book functionality is also really helpful with running financial statements with different accounting requirements, whether that be you know, having a different revenue recognition rule for a particular country compared to the one for the reporting or primary entity. Um, or the need to run financials in an additional currency that's also separate from the reporting currency. Um, Given the nature of Sitecore's global operations, we also have very complex intercompany requirements, which NetSuite also helps us to transact and optimize using the automatic intercompany and eliminations procedures within NetSuite OneWorld. Thank you for that. Um, that it, it, you know, we talk about these things all the times and it, and it's great to hear how a company is actually using, um, these functionalities to their benefit. So I I appreciate that. And that's really interesting to hear how you're utilizing that. Um, now I know you all initially implemented NetSuite in 2014. You joined Sitecore in 2021, correct? Correct. Um, so tell me a bit about what you walked into and then kind of a two-part question here, why you decided to partner with ACS after that. So, yeah, so start with the first one. Um, when, so you're right, I started back at, uh, in Sitecore and, uh, the beginning of August, 2021, um, when I started, we were in the middle of our financial audits. Uh, we were also finishing the acquisition of Moosend. Um, and migrating them onto our financial systems, um, and also starting an implementation project of Salesforce CPQ, which required an integration to NetSuite. Uh, So we we had quite a bit going on, to say the least. Um, As I began helping, you know, running reports out of NetSuite for the audit, I started to look under the covers of our configuration of NetSuite, and realized that we had a lot of misconfigured and even unused features of NetSuite, including intercompany, Dunning, and Advanced Revenue Recognition, or ARM. Um, I discovered that the configuration, or or rather customizations of of each of these was because we were previously working with a third party that was developing and customizing a lot of solutions in NetSuite and was not really using out-of-the-box functionality first. Uh, For context, we have three major operating regions. So that is the Americas, um, EMEA, which is Europe and Middle East, and APJ, which is Australia and Asia. Um, The configuration issues we had were further exasperated because each region was managing their own processes and putting in their own requests for any customization to NetSuite. 
So a lot of that did not work consistently for all end users, or yeah. it was not configured in a way that worked with Sitecore's overall strategy or longer term roadmap. Um, some examples of those uh, are ARM, uh, like I mentioned before, we, we had a lot of scripts uh, that uh, were updating revenue allocation, but failed every time we merged revenue arrangements. Um, and then we, we also were in addition doing that because we didn't have billing schedules, um, which is something that has recently been, been implemented here at Sitecore. So we would have, you know, one sales order in NetSuite per year for the same overall order in our, in our order management system. And because of that, we would have, you know, many orders in the system. We were merging revenue arrangements and we had very complicated scripts and fair value revenues that were mostly failing every time we did this. Um, and uh, another one is, is Dunning. Uh, uh -huh. We had, uh, so Dunning is a, a, um, a module that uh, NetSuite offers that you can download from uh, the, the online store. We had added scripts on top of Dunning as well. Um, it got to the point where these scripts that were added on top of the NetSuite Dunning uh, module was, was pretty complicated and no one really knew what it was doing or how to manage it. So in the end, we just had to kind of, we turned it all off. Um, and at that point we had no automated Dunning in place as a result. Wow. Um, so to answer your second question, so so when I started, we, we decided to partner with ACS uh, because we were a new growing team and we needed NetSuite functional expertise to help us navigate all of our current issues at hand. Um, it was also really beneficial to have full support from our NetSuite AE and ACS while working out a roadmap and how to quickly implement new functionality. Um, and also fix what, what was existing. Um, additionally, we also, uh, we, we also get advanced support with ACS. So right. uh, that's been really greatly uh, beneficial as we're, you know, like I said, running into script errors, timeout errors, as we're running ARM and, and other functionality of NetSuite with these legacy scripts in place and, and needed quick response uh, and, and resolution to those. Wow. Um, okay. So, I mean, I, I make sense to me, you guys are like, instead of, you know, what's the saying duct taping, um, duct taping yeah. the fire hose or whatever. <laughs> it's early on all the West things. coast, right. All those yeah. things, but instead of, instead of bandaging, trying to continue to bandage, what was broken, you were like, no, let's bring in some net suite expertise. Um, yeah. let's have this side-by-side -side support, a partner to work with us to really understand how we reconfigure the platform to, to, to best support us is what I'm hearing. Yes, absolutely. So then how did, I mean, you, you mentioned some, some really big things there. How did, um, ACS really come in and help you overcome those challenges? Some of those big challenges you, you were facing. Yeah. So we had a major issue, uh, with, uh, one of the examples is we had a major issue with legacy intercompany balances, uh, not correctly eliminating. 
Uh Um, and this, this stemmed back all the way to 2014 when we first implemented NetSuite, all of my experience working with NetSuite taught me that this was just about impossible to unwind and fix. Um, we, wait, because really quick, you, you've, you've worked with, you've implemented NetSuite. Is it four times? Yes. I, yeah, I, I worked in consulting, you know, did it quite a few times while working consulting and then have worked for, you know, a few other businesses that were on NetSuite and, and every time, you know, especially the ones that are existing and have been transacting and working in NetSuite for quite a few years, this often comes up and it's, it's, it can be really, really difficult. Um, and knowing that it stemmed back this far, I was, I was, pretty worried about how we would fix this. So, you know, we, you know, in addition to that, so we've, we have the, the legacy in our company issue. Um, we still have, you know, a lot of legacy scripts in there that we still didn't understand or quite, quite know what they were doing. We were struggling running the standard ARM reports out of NetSuite. So the deferred revenue, unbilled right. revenue, re-class activity, and getting any of those to balance the balance sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of ways, it almost seemed like a rip and replace was our only option. Um, so because of that, I had to call uh, our ACS lead and our AE to talk about these issues we were having and what approach we could take to cleaning those up. Um, as a result of that call, they outlined a roadmap of possible options to help us clean up some of the major configurations we had within NetSuite. So the first one, um, which was intercompany, uh, which I thought was impossible to fix, um, we were actually able to work directly with ACS on this one um, instead of even using NetSuite Professional Services uh, because they were able to identify that the majority of the problem came from about three accounts uh, that we were primarily using that were being transacted against um, that were not eliminating. They came up with a project plan on on how to fix these ones in particular and also being able to fix it in a current period rather than having to open up prior periods all the way back to 2014 and reversing the impact of those which was you know a non a non-starter for us um and then once they did that that update for us um then we were also after that able to run the automatic elimination month and journal, which then reversed that impact, which actually kind of cleaned it all up in one false swoop. So it was really impressive to see that. So that I think number one has been, you know, full stop. The, the, the biggest contribution ACS has had, has had mm-hmm. to us for that. Um, additionally, while they, you know, they were helping us clean up those legacy balances uh, on top of that, they helped us implement some new functionality. So the new intercompany framework by giving us a demo of the functionality and also assisting with the configuration of that functionality since it was a relatively new feature and somewhat unknown to my team. Some of the other ones, so for, so for ARM, um, Advanced Revenue Management, they were able to work with um, support. Um, so NetSuite support to help us identify why our reports were not balancing um, I spent countless hours, you know, putting my accounting hat on, trying to run the detail, literally compare it to the balance sheet detail and figure out where we went wrong, you know, which period it, it stopped balancing 
and was was really having a hard time um one using my time to do that and then still comprehending where the the variances were um and so what we actually uncovered was that we you know again we had a a process issue a few years ago that we were able to uncover using support since they have access uh, a little more detailed access to the audit trail uh you know this is just another example of you know, end users using netsuite not not really understanding the impact of you know what they were doing with with those transactions and we were yeah. not even really able to to realize until several several years later you know we've continued to use acs to help uh with our internal admins with ongoing support and enablement of functionality in netsuite given that we've had some turnover in the accounting team and and have done quite a bit of new configuration in addition to that cleanup it's extremely helpful to have netsuite acs available to walk through our netsuite functionality and the impact of what they are doing when transacting in the system um we have a very capable internal fintech team here at sicor and we've leveraged the knowledge and functional expertise of netsuite acs as much as we can to better our understanding and support for netsuite end users where necessary wow um what what an interesting story uh, i am so <laughs> glad to hear I, you know i'm glad to hear that we were able to come through and help you with some of these some of these major uh major things um and and to say that you did this all within a year that's that's i mean it's pretty impressive like you coming in as leadership and and helping really unravel, um, some of this good. That's, that's really great, uh, for you, especially since, like you said, you've, you've, you've worked in NetSuite before you, you know what it looks like, uh, under the hood, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, super interesting story. I I'm curious. So are you, so we're, we've talked about how you've been able to really utilize ACS to overcome some of those major challenges with, with arm and in intercompany accounting, um, some internal admin stuff. What about, are you able to leverage using ACS? Are you able to leverage NetSuite more to benefit the overall business? Like going beyond the kind of the challenges that you're overcoming, like, are you looking at ACS to in the future to help benefit as, um, benefit Sitecore as you all continue to grow at the speed you're growing? Yeah, we, I mean, we use ACS for, for lots of different things. We use them for, you know, smaller tasks, like even creating a safe search or help with a yeah. workflow um, to broader or more complex ones, like you know ones I've previously mentioned. Um, they also help us to remove blockers to help us get quicker access to support um, and help escalate tickets. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's very comforting to know that I can call our AE or send a quick email and get a response back usually within one to two hours. Yeah. Um, they, they work with our FinTech team to implement best practices with, with new projects we work on so that we can have the best path forward with, which results in, you know, less pain points after implementation and, and easier adoption. Some, some additional things they've, they've helped us with in, in setting up is the advanced electronic bank payments for all subsidiaries using NetSuite. So this was another you know, high priority um, executive management decision to do, which was one of the tasks that we uh, were given to help also standardize our processes for AP payments out of NetSuite. 
we've we've been working with the development team at ACS to standardize also our invoice PDFs um, again for all subsidiaries. You know, previously we had you know one for each subsidiary, and then we would create another one as we acquired another subsidiary, and so we just kind of end up with a mess of all these custom forms and PDFs, and so we really were able to streamline and get it down to about. I think about three, one per region right now. Hopefully next year it'll be one for all <laughs> subsidiaries. Um, but you know, these are some of the uh, additional things we were able to do again with tight timelines. Uh, you know, that probably wouldn't have been possible without the help of ACS. So, do you think you'll continue to leverage ACS even beyond kind of overcoming the, some of the challenges that you face in some of these projects you have coming up? Do you think this will be probably a, a long term? partnership? Yeah, I, I think it is. Um, you know, I'm an advocate for leveraging third-party solution providers um, as this helps our internal team continue to stay up to date on new functionality, uh, especially with, you know, each biannual NetSuite release. Um, to what extent and, and how often your company decides to work with them, you know, varies for each business's needs. Um, I, like I said, I've, I've got an incredible team of NetSuite experts I work with internally, um, but we're also a very lean team um, and, and we're, you know, our business is, is growing exponentially. So it's proved for us beneficial to work with ACS, especially as we are always working with tight deadlines. Um, I'm often asking my team, you know, do the work first. But if they can't figure it out, if they run into a blocker, you know, send an email to ACS. They've they've got uh, you know great response time, and they've been a great trusted advisor for Psychor to have. So, I asked our ACS expert this same exact question, and I I really would love to get your perspective. Somebody not within Netsuite, you know, someone who leverages ACS um, to speak to anyone who's listening in right now. Why is this level of support? with ACS so crucial for businesses to successfully leverage a system like NetSuite? So I think it's all about adoption of NetSuite or any system you're using. Um, it's, you know, it's the level of support in helping your users uh, to, to understand and also, you know, adopt the, the current processes and, and new configuration that you put in place. So adoption of, of systems and processes is vital for Sitecore to operate and scale. Um, in order to do that, you need to be able to be strategic in how you implement new processes that work for your business needs. We can also utilize ACS's best practices and accounting playbooks to, to help mitigate frustration and confusion from our end users. Um, the enablement process is also equally important, and that is what my team, you know, spends a lot of our time doing. Our, our fintech team works with ACS to make sure we have everything we need to train and enable our users when working with NetSuite. So, you know, some of the ones I mentioned before, but, you know, the intercompany framework, um, I personally read through a lot of sweet answers. Mm -hmm. um, even did a lot of Google searches on, <laughs> yeah. you know, people's experiences with, with this functionality. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, even just having ACS do a demo for me, um, and, and not just any demo, but a demo with my specific business requirements, 
um, was, was extremely beneficial in understanding how I can take that and go back to the business, implement and, and train them. And then uh, ARM. So I'm, you know, I've worked with uh, a number of software companies and SaaS companies now. Uh, so I'm always working uh, and, and using ARM in NetSuite, but I, I know, I think just enough to be dangerous. I'm not technically certified, uh, although I, hope I probably will be at the end of this year with how much I've been working with it. But, um, you know, uh, ACS has access to ARM certified consultants, right? That I can always leverage mm-hmm. um, with, with the most complex uh, in, or intricacies of, of, of ARM. Um, and so, you know, working with with ACS in this way is really vital for us to continue to operate at the level that we're operating and, and make sure that our end users are adopting to the system at the same time. Well, I mean, I don't think there's a better way to end this conversation (laughs) than that. That gives such a, you know, such great insight for anyone who is listening right now, who's considering Leveraging ACS. I think that's so important. Um, if you had to, is there anything else, Madison, that you would want to conclude with, or, uh, that's your final statement on all of this? <laughs> well, you know, I, I actually, uh, you know, when I was thinking back on my experience with ACS, I initially, I'm not going to lie, was a little skeptical at first working with ACS. I didn't have a lot of experience with ACS. Um, yeah. but, and I also, I have, you know, I have very high expectations of the people that I work uh, with and, and that worked for me, including my employees and consultants that I work with. So, you know, at the very least, I was hoping to at least get some additional bandwidth for my team. But, you know, my experience with ACS has exceeded all my expectations, um, which I think, you know, my experience has has spoken to. Um, and I'm happy to continue to partner with them. Um, yeah. So, uh overall been very, very good experience. Wonderful. Well, Madison, thank you so much for, for chatting with us. And we look forward to hearing more about Sitecore's story and how you all continue to grow, um, at, at the pace that you're growing at, which again, like I said, coming in and doing that, and especially with such high growth over the past year, um, congrats to you on that. And we look forward to chatting with you again. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And, and thanks for your time. Thank you so much to Vinay and Twala and Madison Farnsworth for joining us. I've left a few links in the description of this episode if you want to learn more about ACS. I also want to shout out to our editing crew over at Lampstand for making this episode possible. And of course, all of you for tuning in. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time. You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.